What's going on, youth workers? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. So welcome. Welcome to the show today. So glad to be with you. Hope that you are having an excellent January as you're listening to this. And uh, I hope you're you're just doing well. Hope you're doing mentally well, physically well, spiritually well. That's what I'm hoping for you. If you're brand new to the show today, I want to thank you for being a part and hanging out for a little while, kicking the tires here on the old show. And if you uh, if you decide that you like the show, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? And that way you will get episodes like this every week. What do you know about that? And of course, if you're a regular, always appreciate your attention. And uh, if you ever want to connect, by the way, you can always hit me up, 205-260-7229. That's my actual phone number. And you can always send me a request and say, Paul, I would love for you to do a show about whatever, whatever it is you want me to do a show about. Or you can just connect with me and say, hey, Paul, what a great show today. If you feel like being a blessing, and I hope you do. Now, today's title is No Joke. It is 17 free youth lessons. And I'm about to break down for you my favorite youth lesson maybe I have ever written, I've ever created, because the message of it is so critical to youth ministry. The link to the 17 free lessons is going to be in the show notes. So if you just say, look, I'd rather just skip today's episode and go get all the free lessons. But you're welcome to do that. But I would encourage you to stick around because I'm going to break down the lesson that I have created that I that I really, really, you know, appreciate the Lord for putting on my heart and allowing it to be a, a part of kind of my DNA of what I feel about youth ministry, because the way it came about was, was extraordinary. But for those of you who have not heard, I am back in the game. Uh, yeah, at 53 years old, I am a youth pastor once again. Uh, you can listen to that story uh There'll be a link to that episode down in the show notes as well. So if you want to hear that story, I'm sure it will be an encouragement to you. All right. So today I'm going to break down uh, this lesson, which I just did with my youth group uh, recently. And it was a lot of fun. Once again, I have a small youth group. I have between six and 10 students, and that's a national average. But I think youth groups that are small are great because there's plenty of things you can do with a small youth group that you can't do with a large youth group. But I also think a smaller youth group is a great place to lay foundation with because you can really articulate it. You can get deep into it. You can ask a lot of questions. You can hear a lot of answers and really start to lay that foundation. And that's why I wanted to teach this lesson to them about what it means to be the church within. So let me go ahead and share with you how this lesson came about in the first place. I'm on Twitter, and uh, you can follow me over there if you want, at Paul Turner 2. That's Paul Turner T-O-O if you'd like. And one day, I just happened to be scrolling. This is several years ago. I happened to be scrolling through Twitter, and there was this young lady who was taking pictures. And I don't know how I found it other than maybe somebody was retweeting it. But this is a young lady who I believe was in the UK, and she was taking photos of this church that she had found. And it wasn't the church itself that was, you know, the outside. It was the outside of the church was interesting enough to her where it actually, she went into the church and discovered something pretty amazing. And so what I did is I started to follow that and I just followed her tweets. And I was like, this is a message. This is it. This is exactly what I want to communicate to students. This is what I want to share with them. This is what I think the church should be. So the tweet starts out 
with a young lady's, you know, showing an outside of the church. And it says church open. And there's a little sign that says welcome. Uh, and there's a little uh, uh, phrase croeso, which is Welsh for welcome. And she says in the tweet, she starts off the tweet with, on the way in, I noticed a dog bowl with water in it. I always like to see, and um, and I'm all like approve, and I you know I took a photo of that. She says, then she says, behold, Croesco is welcome in Welsh, and by the way, I like that and wanted to remember it. So she goes in and takes a, a photo of the church, of the inside of the church, and it's gorgeous, gorgeous. But it's something else that she notices within the church that is blowing her mind. And she says, she says to her, she's talking to her friend. She says, mates, mates, something brilliant just happened. Well, I found something brilliant and I want to tell you about it. Sorry, but thread incoming. Then she tweets, she says, but to cut to the chase, what do I spy? Not a Burne Jones window, something even more incredible. This is all like in capitals. Yes, a tiny scale model of the church. And then she, there's, she you know, puts up pictures of this model and it is a model of the church inside the church it's it's i mean look i know you've probably seen this before you've seen maybe models but this particular model is done to scale i believe it was 148th scale and there was a little uh plaque on the wall that was done by i think it was called the shed club and on that plaque it says that it took four years 7600 oak bricks 2,330 roof tiles and 596 paving slabs. And this young lady who's tweeting about it is once again, freaking out about it. She says, there are people, she says, she says what she tweeted. She says, there are people in the church, but they are not looking at it. Why? They are looking at statues and carved things and stuff. Why are they not looking at the shed clubs scale model of the church? Fools. And I just think that is so tremendous that here is this young lady who is completely blown away by this model that's inside the church. And she is just going on about it. She's bragging about it. She's she's just, you know, telling her friends, like, why are these people not looking at this model? They're looking at other things, but they ought to be looking at this model inside the church. Now, some of you may be getting ahead of me and you've already figured this out now, what I'm, what I want to share. But if you haven't follow along with me, because here's how I broke it down for our students. And I, like I said, I wrote this several years ago, but I brought this one out because I thought, man, this is just something that every youth group needs to, to work through. So what I did was, is I started off the night by doing something fun and said, okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a, a picture of a church. I put it up on the screen and uh, I said, look, I, I want you to go ahead and, you know, make me a duplicate of this church. I want you to do your best to, I'm going to give you about 15 to 20 minutes to kind of uh, build, a, build a model of what this church, you know, looks like. So I gave them some, I had a spinning wheel. So I put all the choices on there. They would spin it. So they had, because the group was small, I gave them a choice of uh, two different materials they could use. One could use popsicle sticks and glue. 
and the other one could use macaroni and, and glue. And so one guy, one person, you know, uh, spun it and whatever they got, that's what the materials they had to use. And then the other team got the other material. So I gave them 15 minutes. I left the, the picture of the church up there and I just let them go at it. Now, as they were doing it, uh, you know, they would, you, and here's what I observed. They're trying to figure out how to make this church. They're using the materials that they have to make the, you know, the, the church as best they can. And they are struggling, right? I didn't even know they would struggle this hard, but you know, you, and in the lesson, an actual free lesson, I give you other options than those two, but, and you can come up with your own options of, of what you think, but I didn't tell them how to build it. I didn't tell them that it had to be 3d. They could have went one dimensional, you know, they could have went two dimensional. They, they, they could have done anything with the materials, but they thought to themselves, you know, we got to build it up, but they could, and then eventually one team figured out and they build it out and which was fine. By the way, there is no wrong way. So when they build it, you're, you're going to praise them and just say, you know what, guys, both look great. There's no, there are, there's no fails here because you're working with a limited amount of resources and a limited amount of time. If I gave you six hours, you'd be able to do a much better job. And I tell them, listen, it takes time to build a church. It takes time to, to build a youth ministry. It takes time to model what God has put in front of us. But the actual process they went through was a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun doing it. And it really set up the message because then I started to break into this story that I just told you here at the beginning of this young lady and the things that, you know, she was saying about this. And then I basically took the message and uh, of her tweets and broke it down and broke it down about what does it mean for somebody to be excited about church and this young, and I broke it down. I give you slides by the way, for the, for the message and all this. So you can, everything's written, everything's out there. I've, I've given you everything that you need to, to do the message with, with your students. And it starts off with, I have found the, the young lady uh, says, I have found something brilliant and I want to tell you about it. And you know, how many times does a, you know, a, a young person find a church that is, that is so awestruck by it that they, they want to tell people about it. And this young lady was, you know, uh, enamored and, and gushing about this church, not about the church building, even though outside she saw the sign and the dog bowl, which comes later in, uh, in lesson two that you focus on, but it's the outside that interested her enough to go on the inside. And when she says, you know, that she is, she discovers this model inside the church. That's where I start to talk to them about, you know, what does it mean to be a model church? What does it mean to be inside, right? What are you looking for on the inside of a church? And you, you want a person who discovers as a guest, a visitor comes in and they don't know what to expect, uh, except, you know, we want them to, as a youth pastor, I would suspect that you would want them to be blown away, right? Like, hey, look at, look at all the love that's in here. Look at all the, you know, friendship that I can find. Look at the community I can find. And so throughout this lesson, I, I build this story up and talking to them about what it takes to build a church, what it takes to uh, to have love and grace and to be something worth somebody walking away and saying, you're not going to believe what I have found. 
and I, I give you small group questions. I did small group questions with them. Uh, you know, we closed in prayer. And then part two of this message goes into Acts chapter 2, 42 through 47, which says, Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And this is where I break down the model church. And I take each of those verses and begin to break it down for the students of what the early church looked like. What were some of the dynamics that were happening that led to, you know, God adding to their numbers, that there were factors there. There were things that they were, uh, that, that were present you know, that was was of super importance to people. You know, whether that was they met every together, met together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, uh, praising God and enjoying the favor of the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Each one of those is a point where I break down in the lesson for them. What does it look like today? What does it look like for us to be church and to live in community. And that is my favorite lesson that I've ever written because it really it really demonstrates to students. It really gets a students thinking about the outside and the inside of the church. What does it mean to model the church? What does it mean to model Jesus to other people? And so I hope that this is something that is of interest to you. I hope that you'll want to download it. Like I said, it's absolutely free. It's pay what you want, but you can choose zero. It's, you know, don't worry about that. You know, it is budget friendly. So if you want to pay the whatever it is uh, that I had said for, which is like $3 or something like that, you're welcome to do that. If If you can't afford that, then you are welcome to take it for free. But there are 17, total of 17 resources that you can download. They're all those lessons that are absolutely free, and uh, including the one that I've shared with you today. And I hope that you'll take a look at it. I hope that you'll say, you know what? I think my youth group needs, needs to hear about what it means to be a model so that when people come in and they are enamored like this young lady who discovered this church and the church within the church, isn't that the goal, guys? The church within the church, the people, they discovered the people that are in the church that are a representation of what people think church should be and, of course, what the Bible says church should be. But that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, don't forget, you're doing a good job. You know, if, if nobody's told you that lately, let me tell you, you're doing a good job because I know that youth pastors do not hear that as often as they need to. And the work is hard. I understand that. And it doesn't matter how long I've been doing it. I've been doing it for 30 years. It does not make it any easier, except for the tools you have, right? The X's and O's that I've learned over the years. So experience certainly helps there. But the work is still hard because I'm still trying to build a model. I'm still trying to help students discover what it means to live for Jesus. And that is hard, but it is also worthwhile. So guys, I hope you're encouraged today. I hope that you know that you're loved. I hope that you know that there are people People, uh, maybe you're on the other side of the world and there's somebody right here in Birmingham, Alabama that cares about you and cares about the ministry you're doing with students. So don't forget, you're doing a good job and you're just going to get better. Thanks for listening today and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.